When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. April was a pretty volatile month in the market, with the S&P closing down nearly 9%. But unless you actually sold your positions during the month, these are all just paper losses. I've been thinking a lot lately about timing the market, and paying too much attention to the daily volatility of stocks and major indices. Unless you're a day trader, you're better off not paying attention to what the market is doing every day. I know it's hard not to, with pretty much every financial website and most financial channels on YouTube highlighting daily swings, myself included. Whenever you're feeling uneasy about current market events, it's always a good idea to listen to those smarter than ourselves and with a track record to prove it. For me, one of the best resources on financial wisdom is Warren Buffett. Mr. Buffett was recently asked to comment on his ability to successfully time the market time and again over his long investing career and his response was brilliant. Mr. Buffett stated that he has never attempted to time the market, and in fact, he doesn't know what the market will do tomorrow or even over the course of next year. He instead focuses on finding quality businesses that are attractively priced and poised for growth in the future. And this makes perfect sense. If a company is attractively priced, it shouldn't matter which way the stock market is swinging. Because if you invest at this attractive valuation, and the company does in fact offer growth in the future, it's highly likely that you'll be rewarded with a handsome return on your money. Trying to time the market is a foolish game, akin more to gambling than investing. For me, long-term investing makes the most sense, and I will try to follow Mr. Buffett's advice and focus on finding quality at an attractive price, rather than worrying about what the market is doing on any given day. Today I will share with you my process for finding the best combination of business quality and attractive valuation, with a tilt towards higher growth in the future. If you're already a subscriber to the channel, you're likely familiar with this watches and the process I use, but it never hurts to listen to it again. And if you're joining me for the very first time, I hope you can walk away with some value from this video. Before we jump in, I'd love it if you gave this video a like and subscribe to the channel. It helps the channel grow quicker and motivates me to continue pushing out new content. Alright, before I talk about the 15 high growth dividend stocks I chose for May, let me break down how these stocks were selected. It all starts with a simple stock screener that looks for dividend paying companies that have historically grown their top and bottom line figures. They must also have a positive 5 year dividend growth rate and a payout ratio below 70%. The business must have an economic moat and a competent management team. And I look for companies with a market cap of at least $10 billion. When I ran this screener on April 29th, it produced a list of 120 unique dividend stocks. The next step is to rank all 120 stocks based on quality and valuation. For quality, I compare the companies against each other in terms of business growth and dividend growth. For valuation, I use dividend yield theory that compares the current dividend yield to the trailing dividend yield. I compute the under or over valuation as a function of share price. What this means is I use the current dividend rate and the trailing dividend yield to compute a fair price for each stock, and then compare this fair price to the actual price. Once I have both of these measures computed, I sort all of the stocks first based on quality and I assign a rank to each company from 1 to 120. Next, I sort them based on valuation, and assign a second rank from 1 to 120, with the most undervalued stock assigned a rank of 1. Then I combine the quality and valuation scores, and sort the file in descending order. The stock with the lowest combined quality and valuation score is the highest ranked stock on the watch list. Before selecting the top 15 stocks, there is one additional step I take. I compute a long-term 5-year return forecast for each stock. This forecast is a combination of the current dividend yield, a return to fair valuation, and a discounted earnings forecast. This is just an assumption, but statistically, companies with higher forecasts have performed better than companies with lower forecasts. 
I look for at least a 12% return forecast, and I go down the list of stocks in order of quality, selecting the top 15 stocks that meet this requirement. That's the monthly process to find the top 15 high-growth dividend stocks. It works well for me, and I'll talk about past performance right after we go over the top 15 list for May. Up first this month, we have SS&T Technologies with a 1.16% dividend yield. Based on its trailing dividend yield of 0.68%, the price looks to be about 41% undervalued. The stock has a very low payout ratio of 22%, coupled with a very fast 5-year dividend growth rate of also 22%. Top-line growth is the second best on the watches, averaging 27.8% during the last 5 years. Bottom-line growth has been even better, averaging 36.29% during the last 5 years. My return forecast is 13.49%, placing the stock just barely above my 12% target. The stock fell 13.81% last month and is down 20.91% on the year. Since it first appeared on the watchlist in March of 2021, the stock has a total return of minus 1.5%. However, if we look only at the months when the stock placed among the top 15, we see an average monthly return of 2.41%. The average monthly return for all months since March of 2021 has been just 0.16%, so the watchlist did catch the stock at more favorable times. But like I stated in the beginning of this video, we shouldn't dwell on what the market is doing or recent performance. The stock appears to be of high quality, is attractively priced today, and poised for respectable growth in the future. I don't know what it will do tomorrow, next week, or even a year from now, but I'm confident that it will perform well over the next decade. Up next we have Domino's Pizza with a 1.24% dividend yield. Based on a trailing dividend yield of 0.84%, the share price looks 32% undervalued. Domino's also has a very low payout ratio of 27%, and a 5-year dividend growth rate just shy of 20%. Top-line revenue growth during the last 5 years has been a solid 12% per year and bottom-line growth an even more impressive 25% per year. My return forecast is 17.62%, that offers a decent cushion above my target. The stock lost 16.96% in April and is down almost 40% on the year. It first appeared on the watches in September of 2020, and has a total return of minus 16.09%, primarily due to the recent pullback. The average monthly return for the months when Domino's graced the watchlist is 0.39%, compared to an average return of minus 0.45% during the 20 months since the stock first joined the watchlist. So again, the watches here seems to be identifying dominoes at more opportune times. Number 3 this month is Cigna, with a dividend yield of 1.76%. Based on the trailing dividend yield of 0.36%, the stock looks to be about 80% undervalued. But this is grossly overstated, since Cigna has averaged 151% dividend growth during the last 5 years. They have a very low payout ratio of 25%. Both top and bottom line growth is very strong, at 34 and 17% respectively. My return forecast for the stock is 37.34%, which is also overstated by the valuation figure. If we fully remove the valuation measure, the return forecast is a more reasonable 10%. Cigna returned a positive 2.99% in April, and is up 4.29% since joining the watchlist in March. On a year-to-date basis, the stock is up 7.99%, which is against the trend of the overall market. In fourth place this month, we have Tractor Supply, with a 1.77% dividend yield. Based on the trailing dividend yield of 1.25%, the stock appears to be about 29% undervalued. Tractor Supply has a very low payout ratio of 18%, and a very fast 5-year dividend growth rate of 17%. Top-line and bottom-line earnings have been strong for the company, averaging 13 and 21% respectively during the last 5 years. My return forecast for the stock is 19.24%, that offers some cushion above my target 12% return. Tractor Supply lost 13.68% in April, almost fully erasing the 14.51% gain the stock had in March. Year-to-date shares are down 15.21%. However, since joining the watches in February of 2021, the stock has a solid total return of 44.27%. The stock averaged a 3.36% return for the months it was included on the watchlist, compared to a 2.78% average monthly return since February of 2021. In fifth place we have Goldman Sachs with a 2.51% dividend yield. 
Based on the trailing dividend yield of 1.68%, the stock appears to be about 33% undervalued. Goldman has a super low payout ratio of 10% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 20%. Top and bottom line earnings have been very good, at 11 and 29% respectively. My return forecast is 12.71%, which is just high enough to make it onto the top 15 list. Goldman lost 7.46% in April and is down 19.67% on the year. Since joining the watches in April of 2021, the stock has a total return of minus 17.2%. The average monthly return for the months when the stock was part of the top 15 list is minus 0.13%. Compared to minus 1.83%, the stock has averaged since April of 2021. In 6th place this month, we have Home Depot with a 2.44% dividend yield. Based on the trailing dividend yield of 2.07%, the stock appears to be about 15% undervalued. Home Depot has a respectable payout ratio of 42% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 19%. Top-line growth has been good, in the high single digits, and bottom-line growth a more impressive 19%. My return forecast is 16.61%, which offers some margin of safety on my target rate of return. Home Depot had a flat April, returning 0.36%, but the stock is down 27.18% this year. Since joining the watches in September of 2020, it has a total return of 9.41%. The average monthly return while in the top 15 list is 0.83%, versus 0.71% since first joining the watches. Number 7 this month is SiriusXM with a 1.39% dividend yield. Based on the trailing dividend yield of 0.83%, the stock appears to be about 41% undervalued. Sirius has a very good payout ratio of 20% and a very high 5-year dividend growth rate of 45%. Top and bottom line growth is solid in the low double digits. My return forecast is 18.97%, that offers some margin of safety over my target. Sirius first joined the watches in April and started off on a sour note, losing 9.37% during last month. Number 8 this month is Charles Schwab with a 1.16% dividend yield. Based on a trailing dividend yield of 1.08%, it appears to be about 6% undervalued. Schwab has a very low payout ratio of 20% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 21%. Top and bottom line growth has been very strong during the last 5 years, with averages in the high teens. My return forecast is 19.48%, which is comfortably above my target. Schwab had a rough last month, losing 21.33%, and the stock is down 20.97% on the year. It started the year better than the broad market, popping a little more than 4% in January. In February, it gave up most of those gains, and a little more in March, but it's last month that pushes the stock back to an attractive valuation. The stock first appeared on the watches in February of 2021, and has offered a total return of 30.33% since then. Not a bad return over a little more than one year. The stock has made the top 15 list every month since February of 2021, with the exception of last month. In 9th place we have the monolithic power systems with a 0.73% dividend yield. Based on its trailing dividend yield of 0.7%, the stock appears to be about 4% undervalued. It has a decent payout ratio of 48%, and a stellar 5-year dividend growth rate of 23%. Top and bottom line growth has been excellent at 25 and 33% respectively. My return forecast is 20.24%, which is the highest forecast aside the overstated one for Cigna. The stock lost 19.24% in April and is down 20.37% on the year. The company first joined the watches in March of 2021 and has a total return of 5.5% since then. The average monthly return while on the top 15 list is 1.51%, compared to 1.04% overall. Number 10 this month is CDW with a 1.19% dividend yield. Based on a trailing dividend yield of 1%, the stock appears to be about 15% undervalued. It has a very good payout ratio of 24% and a great 5-year dividend growth rate of 28%. Top line growth of 8% is a bit low compared to some of the other companies we looked at, but bottom line growth is a nice 22%. My return forecast is 14.37%, with not much margin of safety above my target. CDW lost 8.78% in April and is down 20.08% on the year. The stock first appeared on the watches in February of 2021 and has offered a total return of 25.48% since then. 
The average monthly return while in the top 15 list is 2.52%, compared to 1.85% overall. Number 11 this month is Starbucks with a 2.56% dividend yield. Based on a trailing dividend yield of 1.85%, the stock appears to be about 27% undervalued. It has a decent payout ratio of 50% and a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 17%. Top-line growth of 6% is below average for this watchlist, and bottom-line growth of 13% is also on the lower end of the top 15 stocks this month. My return forecast is 17.4% that offers a decent margin of safety over my target. The stock joined the watchlist in January of 2022 and has not had a pretty start. Shares declined 17.95% in April and are down 35.85% on the year. Starbucks is currently the second worst performing stock on the watchlist, but since I liked the stock at its valuation in January and February, I should like the stock even more after the share price declined some more in April. And I do, I've been adding to my position and will continue to do so if the stock continues to make the top 15 list. Number 12 this month is Ball Corporation with a 0.96% dividend yield. Based on its trailing dividend yield of 0.81%, the stock appears to be about 16% undervalued. It has a very good payout ratio of 26% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 21%. Top-line growth of 8% is below average, but bottom-line growth is strong at 26%. My return forecast is 15.16%, which offers a little margin of safety over my target. Ball Corporation also joined the watches in January of this year and is down 15.5% since then, after losing 9.82% last month. While it's performing quite poorly this year, it's not as bad as some of the other stocks we just went over. Number 13 this month is MSCI with a 0.96% dividend yield. Based on its trailing dividend yield of 0.91%, it appears to be about 5% undervalued. It has a decent payout ratio of 43% and a very strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 29%. Top-line growth of 12% is good, and bottom-line growth of 26% is even better. My return forecast is 12.45%, which is just barely above my target. MSCI lost 16.23% in April and is down 31.11% on the year. They joined the watches in September of 2020 and have a total return of 14.06% since then. The average monthly return while in the top 15 list is 2.54%, compared to 1.1% overall. Number 14 this month is Texas Instruments with a 2.62% dividend yield. Based on its trailing dividend yield of 2.36%, the stock appears to be about 9% undervalued. It has an okay payout ratio of 49% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 20%. Top-line growth is below average at 6%, but bottom-line growth of 19% is very good. My return forecast is 12.16%, which is just barely above my target. The stock lost 7.21% in April and is down just 9.08% on the year. They first joined the watches in February of 2021 and have a total return of 5.22% since joining. The average monthly return while in the top 15 list is 1.23%, compared to 0.45% overall. And the last and 15th stock this month is Skyworks Solutions with a 1.9% dividend yield. Based on its trailing dividend yield of 1.43%, it appears to be about 24% undervalued. It has a great payout ratio of 25% and a decent 5-year dividend growth rate of 14%. Top-line growth of 9% is good, and bottom-line growth of 11% is also decent. My return forecast is 16.39%, which gives a good amount of margin of safety over my target. Skyworks first joined the watches in January of 2022 and is down 26.67% this year. It's had 4 consecutive months of negative returns, so not the most ideal start we could expect. There you have it, the top 15 high growth dividend stocks that offer the best combination of quality and value right now. The average dividend yield for all 15 stocks is 1.62%, which I think many of you will think is not attractive. But the main objective of this watchlist is to produce ideas for fast growth and high total return. Typically when you seek better growth, you have to come down on your dividend yield expectations. With that, let's take a quick look at past results for the watchlist. The April watches lost 5.82% last month, compared to a loss of 5.12% for VIG and 8.78% for SPY. Since inception in September of 2020, April was the worst month for the watches. 
This large loss brings the cumulative return for the watches down to 24.17% over the past 20-month period, and the annualized return also declines to 13.87%, so it's getting pretty close to my long-term target of 12%. I imagine if this year we'll continue to see the same market volatility we have seen during the first 4 months, it's likely the annualized return will fall below my target. But this target is a long-term goal, and I am perfectly comfortable seeing the watches dip below in the short run. The important thing to keep in mind here is that a falling market presents us with opportunities. Just a few months ago, as the market was breaking all-time highs on a daily basis, the valuations presented on those watches were not as attractive as they are today. The annualized return for the watches is still 1.49% better than VIG, and 1.89% better than SPY. Although beating these two ETFs is not the primary goal, it's nice to see the watches outpace both investment vehicles. Out of the top 15 stocks selected in April, Sherwin-Williams performed the best, adding 10.15% last month. Four more stocks locked in positive returns in April. Cigna added 2.99%. Home Depot added 0.36%. Humana added 2.16%. And MasterCard added 1.82%. On the other end, four stocks chosen for April saw double-digit losses. Domino's Pizza fell 16.96%. Starbucks fell 17.95%. Skyworks Solutions fell 14.99%. And Tractor Supply fell 13.68%. One way to utilize this watchlist is to build a buy-and-hold portfolio and leverage the ideas produced by this process. I have been testing how such an approach would have worked out. I started one buy-and-hold portfolio at the beginning of 2021 and one at the beginning of 2022. Let's talk about the 2021 buy-and-hold portfolio first. The portfolio has 16 months of data now and it includes 50 unique stocks, so it's a quite diverse portfolio. The total return since January 2021 is 12.29%, compared to 11.34% for VIG and 12.04% for SPY. All three are pretty much in line with each other. The watches portfolio has a slight edge, and unlike the two ETFs, offers a more frequent dividend payment schedule. Out of the 50 stocks included in the portfolio, the largest positions are Home Depot, Humana, Lowe's, MasterCard, Charles Schwab, Tractor Supply, and United Healthcare. The best performing components are Northrop Grumman with an almost 40% gain, United Healthcare with a 30% gain, and FactSet Data Research, Jack Henry & Associates, Lockheed Martin, and Progressive with gains above 20%. I could see how this investing strategy could build a very large portfolio, large in terms of the number of stocks included. To have a smaller portfolio, we could focus on a subset of the top 15 stocks, maybe just the top 5 or 8 each month, or implement some sort of exit strategy for select positions. This could be based on a holding period or a financial metric. Let's have a quick look at the 2022 buy and hold portfolio. This portfolio has 31 unique stocks, which is also quite high, given that it only has 4 months of history. The volatility of the stock market has definitely created more turnover in the top 15 list from month to month. This portfolio is enough to a great start with the loss of 15.19% through April, compared to a loss of 10.03% for VIG and 12.98% for SPY. Four months is a short period, and a long-term buy and hold strategy oftentimes will experience periods of underperformance. Only 6 out of the 31 included stocks have a positive return in this portfolio. Cigna is up 3.64%. Syntas is up 1.73%. Humana is up 2.35%, MasterCard is up 1.36%, Rollins is up 9.07%, and Sherwin-Williams is up 7.32%. Before I wrap up here, I'd just like to mention that I'm not recommending any of these strategies or stocks to you. This is my process, and it suits my investing style. I share it here for informational purposes. I believe we as investors learn by borrowing ideas from each other, so I hope you can borrow or improve upon what I'm doing and use it to improve your process. If you enjoyed the video, please give it a like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for watching and see you next time.